barking at dogs that are three times his size like <laughs> he's just still doing it and like you know my mum will call me when she's on her walk with Simba and ask him bark and she'll be like Ella if you could see the size of this dog he just doesn't know where to stop <laughs> like, you're so small and yeah. fluffy Simba like shush chill relax I wonder if that's ever worked in the history of dogs of like just barking at a big dog and it being like, whoa, I didn't, sorry, I, I thought you were small, but clearly you are a dog of important size. Yeah, like maybe the bark being so big convinces the big dog that the bite is also going to be big. You know, like maybe that's what it is. Um, Simba's also like, I don't know if this is, me and mum are constantly like, is this normal? Simba loves a lion. He loves a lion. Simba will happily sleep in his crate until like 11 o'clock in the morning. And then like if my mom doesn't go and get him up, he would happily just stay, stay asleep. Sleeping. That's so stay cute. Asleep. And she has to, and then she has to go in and get him up. And he's like, oh, <laughs> hey, has the day started? Like he would happily sleep till noon if you let him. <laughs> Which is just, and he also like, he just, I think actually like maybe she's done too good a job of crate, crate training. Him right. Because he, loves, he loves it so much he loves it so like now the thing that she does is in the afternoon she'll like put him down for a nap like a baby and he just like takes himself off to his crate at no! like four o'clock and goes to sleep has a nap for an hour and comes out again <laughs> which is just so funny it's so funny to hear my mom talking about like sleep training and nap times like like, like her child you know? yeah like sorry he's gotta go down for his nap yeah um, like i'll call her and i'll be like where's Simba? She'll be like he's having his nap <laughs> <laughs> Cricket would also like sleep for however long possible until he has to pee eventually. Yeah. But that's it. Like he's happy. He's back in bed now. He just loves it. He's he's a sleepy dog. Yeah. Um oh. Uh I I told you I got new buttons for Crumb or additional buttons for him to press. Yes. Okay. How's the buttons going? Good. He's finally I've like it's taken some time because I also put them on a new Matt, so they're in a slightly different um configuration so he's still like learning but we added um yes and no which has been very interesting because okay in his most chilling moment yet um grandsister was here and me downstairs and crumb was like barking at me and i was like what like i don't know i don't know what you want you're being annoying like <laughs> Um, and so he's barking, barking. And I was like, do you want your, your ball? Like, I don't, are you hungry? What's happening? And he just kept barking. And finally I was like, okay, I don't know. Like, I was like, go lay down. Like, and I kept telling him like, go lay down, stop. And finally he walked up to the thing and went, no. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? And then I think he he hit something after it. Like, and I was like, well, do you want like ball? And he was like. Yes. And I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> how do they do it? How, how do they know? How are I you don't taught know. him this? I, I, cause I mean, obviously I show him, but like the way that he uses them 
consistently blows my mind. Where it was so clearly yeah. being defiant and being like, go lay down. No, no, I was like I will oh, not. Oh my god, I'm gonna take that I button away. I want to play with my ball. Yeah. <laughs> it was so rude. That's amazing. Like he's sassing you with yes. the buttons. Yes, he's learned sass. Yeah, like very rude. Sometimes they're so cute where it's like I love you and like all the cute ones, and then now I have added no, and suddenly I'm like oh, I've unleashed a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, uh, Jade was here and she was like, also just like, what just happened? Oh, my God. <laughs> what is happening? Has I'm he done that before? Was and I was like, no. <laughs> I'm so glad there was a witness. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Speaking of witnesses, mm. me and Percy saw a ghost. Oh, yeah. You sent me a that's the thing. That, that's the thing. I text Alexis at like three in the morning. <laughs> like, well, three in the morning, my time. Yeah. Being like, Alexis, something weird has <laughs> happened. Basically, I was up late writing. It was just me and the cat in the house for the past few days because Michael's been in Ireland. And like, it's so funny. Like, our guest who we'll get to in a minute talked about how, you know, sometimes you, even though your pet may be difficult, it's the right pet for you. And when I'm here by myself, I'm so glad that Percy is generally quite a hostile cat because if if someone moves outside the window, if there's any noise that she thinks shouldn't be noisy. Yeah. She is like immediately guarding me. She's like at my feet, like you. No one's gonna hurt my mom. Like if I'm in the shower or in the house alone, she sits at the entrance, of the bathroom, just like watching for like any surprise attacks while I'm in the shower. <laughs> um, it's great. So we're sat. I'm sat here. It's three in the morning. I'm up late writing because I've got this horrible deadline. <laughs> and um, she's asleep next to me. She wakes up suddenly and just starts like looking at the ceiling, meowing at the ceiling running up and down the room, trying to climb on things to get closer to the ceiling. And I'm like, what? Is there something there? Is yeah. it a fly? Like, I, there's nothing. I'm looking with her. I, I'm trying to get down to her level to see what she can see. There's nothing. I pick her up and I like hold her to the ceiling because I'm like, maybe she can just see herself in the light bulb. And yeah. like, she's going to no, nothing. She starts like swiping in a different direction to the light bulb. And she does it for like a good two hours. And I'm like, is there something here that you can see that I can't? Yeah. Like, this is really weird. So I sent, I took a video of her and I sent it to Alexis and I sent it to my auntie Evie because my auntie Evie is the other member of my family who like believes in ghosts yeah. and stuff. And I was like, does this look like she's seeing something to you? <laughs> my auntie Evie immediately was like, yes. And like, they grew up with cats. She was like, sometimes our cats. And my auntie Evie is also the only other member of my family to have ever like seen something. Mm -hmm. Like seen something that she... She was like, yeah, there were a couple of times where our cat growing up, Judy, me and Judy would see stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. So she's like, look, she, Percy isn't freaking out. She's just curious. I don't think you need to worry. So if she's not freaking out, you don't freak out. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I go to the bathroom and I come back and I sit down. And as I turn my head, I swear to God, I see like a white something in the corner of my eye. Like, oh honestly, and I haven't told you this, like, no. I saw like a, no, honestly, like a kind of like really quickly, almost like a shadow, but it was white, kind of like a, like if, almost like if you'd like clapped two chalk dusters together, yeah. kind of like that in the corner of my, and Percy saw it too, we both looked at it at the same, like literally at the same time, and we looked at each other, <laughs> and we looked at the thing. No. And she just stares at it for ages, but she isn't freaking out. She's just lying there watching the spot where it was. Yeah. 
And then eventually she does the like slow cat blink, which apparently is them being like, like kissing. Like right, really, it's, their calm. it's like slow, slow, calm cat blinks. And then she goes back to sleep. So, and also like, it was just, it was the fact that like, at the same moment, both of our, we just both saw it at the same That's time and then looked at each so other. So scary. And at ah! Like what? And I'm like, why is it the weekend I'm alone? The yeah, by myself. <laughs> so scary. No. But then, you know, I talked to my friends and like my friend's um, grandma passed away a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, maybe it's just old Annie checking in on, on my loved ones, stopping Aww. by to see. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's just yeah. Anya's granny yeah. stopping by to say hi, to see if I'm okay, to see if Anya's here. And yeah, Percy didn't freak out at all. Yeah, it, it does very seem like, like a friendly ghost, if nothing else. Exactly. So. A passing, a passing guest. Yes. And like neither of us have seen anything since. So um but yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't tell me that part. That's so scary. I know, I waited, I waited, I was waiting to tell you. <laughs> recording. Oh. But yeah, it was it was, and then I and then I called my auntie Evie immediately, and thankfully she was still awake. And I was like, I saw something, I saw something, I saw something. Oh my god, I saw something. And she was like, Okay, what did you see? And I was like, It was white, it was white, it was white like a cloud of chalk. And she was like, Well, if it was white, that probably means it's a gentle, oh. it's a soft, gentle thing, you know. And yeah. if Percy isn't freaking out, then you don't need to freak out either. I was like, Okay, okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to try and right now. <laughs> Back to my I little got nothing book. else done. <laughs> yeah. I literally got nothing else done. I just sat there staring at the spot for like an hour. God. Terrifying. terrifying. Um, yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to Comfort Creatures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the last comforting creature, but we'll take it because it is a nice, it's a friendly ghost, so it counts. It's a friendly ghost. Yeah, I agree. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We have uh, a wonderful guest on today. Uh, my friend, uh, Susie Shercliffe, is here. Um, she has a dog named Benson and also is the foster of, I don't even want to say that. 123. Yeah, she's fostered 123 dogs um, through wow. Pause for Hope. And Aussie and Friends are the foster places, so you should follow them as well. Um, it's obviously Los Angeles, but they, they do foster, uh, adopt out to wherever so check them out they've got cute dogs um and it's a lot of fun susie's got also i will warn you it's a bit of a tearjerker episode because she does do mm. a lot of fostering of like senior dogs and like the show the stories are very emotional um yeah. but i cried yeah. <laughs> multiple times yeah. <laughs> um and i had to stop I, I didn't tell you this but i had to stop looking at you i had to only look at susie because i was like well if i, I see really, ella cry i will cry me. so i'm just gonna focus <laughs> <laughs> just stay strong yeah um, emotional for sure yeah but it's a really great time also like n- nothing is you know not not nothing bad. that you guys can't handle yeah like, exactly you got it's not it. bad sad you it's good it. sad but it's good sad it's good sad yeah. exactly um yeah and yeah should we i guess let's jump into it yeah Okay, everybody, we have a very special guest for you today. Susie Shercliffe is here. She's a director of photography slash works in camera and lighting for stop motion animation, which is very cool. But we're not actually going to talk about that um, because more importantly, Susie has a wonderful dog named Benson. Also a crazy dog named Benson. Um, but also <laughs> has fostered like one million dogs. Um, I think it's 1.4 million dogs. 
Uh, <laughs> that's rounding up, but yeah, yeah it's close. <laughs> uh, and a million other things. Hi, Susie. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I want to start off by talking about, about Benson because I think... <laughs> Uh, Benson has been a really wild ride for you. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's good for people to hear about how not all dogs are like super easy to have. Um, can you tell us about Benson's, Benson's origins? Uh, Benson started off as a foster. Um, and basically he didn't do well in the store because we had a storefront. Our rescue had a storefront. Um, and the rescue was getting really stressed out about it. And, but when he was at home, he was totally fine. Um, didn't have any problems. I could have other dogs with him and he was just fine. Um, but then one day I got a call at work and they were like, this is it. We can't, there's no way we can adopt him out. He's crazy. Like we can't even leash him. But when I would go pick him up, it was like a switch would just turn off and he'd be totally fine. Like they'd be, they'd be like, that's insane. Like he's a monster when he's here, but he turns up completely off when he sees you. <laughs> What kind of um, monster was he? Like, what are we talking? Are we are we looking growly, at like a like a oh, growl right. monster? Mm-hmm. And he he is scary when he's upset. Um, basically, when we when we rescued him, we picked him up at the at the shelter, and before he could get like impounded, like it was a owner surrender, and they just said they didn't have time for him. He was three years old, um, so. Luckily, one of our volunteers was there. And so he never got to spend the night in the shelter. Oh, like we immediately got to take him before he could even get processed, oh, which mm. is wonderful yeah. because a dog like Benson in the shelter, he would have just completely shut down. Yeah. And they would probably would have um, euthanized him yeah. because he is so stressed out very easily. Yeah. But we brought him to our rescue, which we had a storefront, which was a less scary, less sad place to come look for a dog. You know, there's no, you know, cages. It's all just kind of open pins. Or it was open pins. Um, but they kept Benson in with these two other dogs that we rescued that were really stressed out. Um, because they were like, Benson loves dogs. He's wonderful with dogs. And they put them in the back with him. There was no windows. Oh. These dogs were terrified. And so Benson just kind of clicked off. Yeah. Mm. Like he was monster when he was there. When I pick him up, it was like an instant relief. Um, but they made this, the call because we don't, you know, we had a storefront and he didn't present well. He was actually more of a liability for them. And so they were going to make the decision to euthanize him. And they were like, come say goodbyes after work because we're going to do it tonight. And like within that instant, like I was on stage with an animator and like, he could see like my, my face just went like blank. And I was like, I'm going to adopt him. (laughs) <laughs> now it, when you oh work in the God. industry it's, it's hard to make that decision because you never know what your schedule is going to be like and I never planned on adopting a dog because I never knew like I thought like if I'm not working in stop motion I'll never be able to plan to take him out to get him you know a babysitter or whatever or to can, we, can I just can I just clarify so you were working in stop motion and then you were working with a rescue that was yes. and then just like and, as and, like a like a, like a volunteer, volunteer basis kind of thing okay yeah so like i'm assuming you've come across like a lot of dogs before benson so yes. like what was it about benson that you were like you're the one i'm gonna i'm gonna take on uh it was more like he didn't have an option it was me or death <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i was like i've not seen him get mean like he's the first dog he before benson i had had seven he's number 70 
Oh, wow. So before Benson, there had been 70 you other... You 70 dogs? Before Benson. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't kidding. There's so many. <laughs> you actually weren't exaggerating as much as I thought you were exaggerating. Wow. Um, but after... But anyways, but Benson didn't have a choice. Like, it was me or death. And I didn't think it was time. Um, so I made the decision to adopt him. And I had seen some tendencies of him, like, like he was the first dog which you'd say like, oh, Benson, I'm so mad at you for peeing on the floor. He'd like already be under the table, but come out real slowly. Like, I'll kill you. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, you know, I've already punished myself and put myself away. So why are you, why are you yeah. doing this? Yeah. Um, but he is, we've worked together for, I think I adopted him in 2017. And so we've oh, been wow. working on everything. I went through so many things for him. I went through trainers and trainers were like, he's wonderful. Like he does exactly what you're told. But as soon as they would leave, he was a monster. <laughs> like he would get, that's him right now. If you can hear his bark. He's like, don't he talk would, bad. Because, yeah, because he was like, I'm not that person anymore. I'm you know? anymore. I'm not. <laughs> it's okay. Dogs barking on the pod are part and parcel of this. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> but he went through, he went through two trainers until one of the trainers was like, look, he does not need this type of training. He needs behavior training. And like even the vet, I asked the vet, I was like, is there medicine I should be giving him to help him with his anxiety? Because it was just like, it was like he couldn't control it. He knew he did something wrong, but it, he couldn't control his outburst when he was stressed out. And so I worked with a behaviorist and we did we did it for like a year and a half. And he had a little bit of medicine. He was actually on doggy Prozac, which was people Prozac, just in a little form. <laughs> mm. um, and that helped him. Like he did a, he was great. He was able to maintain it. Like I, the behaviors and I called it um, like a, like if you look at dynamite, he had a really long trigger when he was on medicine. Mm. Mm -hmm. But if he wasn't on medicine, he had a really short trigger. Mm -hmm. So he could just outburst. So the medicine helped him get to that long trigger. And then he was able to practice that a lot. And so now, even though he's off medicine completely now, he, like, if he's going to flip, like, when he's about to do his, I call it, like, uh, dark clouding, where he yeah. gets real solid, gets his shark eyes going, and then he just excuses himself. Oh. <laughs> and just will go to either his, his uh, I call it, today I'm calling it his, self-love shack which <laughs> means you're not allowed to go in there he just needs his time yeah or he goes to my room and just he'll come back in 10 minutes but it's so much better like alexis has seen him yeah when he would flip like it's it's hard to tell when it's gonna when it would happen but now he's very able and capable of just like hold on i need Excuse to me i have i need a moment wow <laughs> so what was it that the behaviorist did with you that like it en enabled you to kind of learn that like what what, what was it so first she had me keep a diary of like everything that would trigger it and everything that was around it, like time of day, um, any possible triggers. So like I found out that he's super sound sensitive. So like, oh man, he never wants to go out on Tuesdays. He never wants to go for a walk. He gets really upset if I ask him to go for a walk. And that's because the, the garbage men were coming. And so he really didn't like being outside when there was big sounds. Mm. So now we just don't go on walks on Tuesdays. Like, <laughs> it's fine. also we found out that he only will go on a walks if he goes to this one door if he goes to the other door it means he does not want to go for a walk and i should never even ask him because otherwise <laughs> he's gonna get upset 
So, but like it was learning, like it was learning yeah. to communicate with my dog and trying to figure out, okay, well, what do you need? Cause that, the other things were the behaviors told me, it was like, this dog will never want to go to the park. He's never going to be a park dog. Yeah. Which I have taken him to the park, but I've taken him to a park where there's no traffic, <laughs> no people, yeah. no dogs. And he enjoyed it. <laughs> he likes, <laughs> but he does. Grass. I know that he won't like it. He's an it introverted boy. And I, I fully, and sometimes I don't want to talk to people either. You know, yeah. I get that. I do. Oh my the, gosh. And the fun thing was, is like working with a behaviorist, I had to learn that like every dog needs a specific thing. And like, I was like, oh man, he really gets mad at me when I'm, when uh, I try to move the food bowl away from him so that the other fosters won't get it. And she's like, well, why would you feed him with the fosters then? I'm like, oh, duh. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so like feeding him separately. So he wasn't always under the stress of like another dog is coming. So yeah. it was like, she kept saying like, we need to just make sure that Benson can always be at his base of zero and removing all the stressors. And then he can manage his stress. Which I was like, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Dang yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's really, like, I think sometimes, and this is something I've learned being a, 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 a mom to a difficult pet. Um, <laughs> I think sometimes, yeah, you do see this sort of image of like uh, pet parenthood where the pet, because of its uh, history or its breed or its temperament, is very easygoing. And so, and then you start to be like, you, you start to base your expectations of your pet on what you're seeing in pets that you're seeing on TV or on social media or whatever. Um, and it's coming to that realization of like every pet actually needs something different. And just because your friend's dog, you know, could go to the pub with it on a Sunday and not bark at people's food. That doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean your dog can and that's okay. You know? Yeah. So. And that doesn't make like, you know, just because that dog can go to the pub and yours can't, does that doesn't make that dog perfect. Like no. Benson is perfect for me. Like, yeah. I love the challenge that he gives me. I love all like learning new things. Cause honestly, if I didn't have, if I hadn't gone through all that stuff with Benson, I wouldn't be a, a great foster parent because I, because I have gone through all those behavior training sessions with him. And because I've learned to like, okay, well the dog will tell me what they need. I'm able to like take any, do I feel very confident with any dog now. Like mm. if somebody's like, oh, this one's a bite risk, then I know like because Benson was a bite risk, then I know how to approach it. It's made me such a, you know, it's opened up a world of fostering that I can do rather than like, oh, just give me whoever you got. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I can say I can honestly have most dogs. I just am not. The only stipulation I have is it has to be smaller than Benson because Benson freaks out around <laughs> large dogs. Yeah. Oh, will you, it's a good, uh, will you describe Benson? Um... He's a, sh I got him tested. Oh, you did? He's a Shih Tzu Poodle Chihuahua. <laughs> he is? Wow. Is this, a <laughs> <laughs> is this a family broadcast? Because technically you might have to woof this because he's a shitty poo wawa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he is, that and is, he has all of the things that are wrong with those dogs. I was going to say, like, <laughs> that is a lot of Napoleon complexes. Like, that is a lot of, like, I'm small and I'm angry about it. And I'm going to prove to you that just because I'm small doesn't mean I'm not yeah. sassy yeah. And, and a big personality. He's got an underbite that's the <gasps> shih tzu. I mean, he has it's, an underbite. He also has an, an overbite. He has both with his somehow. other teeth, <laughs> which Stop for it. some reason works. I'm like, how did you get all four teeth out of your mouth? Oh my <laughs> it doesn't God. make any sense. So his teeth just look like when a, when a kid holds crayons in, in their hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like 
Like, oh, it's so no, cute. They're straight. They're, they're straight, straight. But they're all out. They're just straight? out. Yeah. They're just all protruding. Yes. That's adorable. Yeah. yeah he's a little white, uh, white, curly haired, toothy guy. He's a poodle. He, the hair is poodle mm-hmm. for sure, but mm-hmm. it doesn't poodle. So it'll go and then it just limps. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got huge ears. Yes. Oh. Like he's- ginormous ears that. We'll stay up until he gets too long of hair and then they start to droop. He reminds me a lot of uh, the dog from Isle of Dogs. Yeah, definitely. The chief, which that's the, that's what that thing is in the background. Oh, yeah. I know you just a podcast, you can't see it. But when I saw that movie, there was a a quote in it that like, I just went, I started to cry because I was right in the heat of like training Benson at, at his worst. And the quote was, um, I bite and I don't know why. And I just like went. I was gone. I was oh like, my that's God. my dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sad. I'm and like, that's what I remember whenever he's, whenever he's stressed out and he's in his dark cloud, I know that he can't help this and he just needs some patience. And yeah. then he's, a, then he's wonderful. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, when a teenager is going through their like real, like hormonal <laughs> asshole phase, like, like my little sister between the age of like mm, like 11 to 16 like she she was yeah I bite and I don't know why like that described her you know yeah and I just like it's it's the patience and it's like I know you're feeling a lot of big feelings right now and I'm just gonna try and like coach you through it and I know it's not personal I know it's not personal I know it's not personal yeah (laughs) yeah um Susie who's you're you have fosters right now uh, who's who's on your lap? I have one foster right now. Her one. name is Layla. She's Layla, adorable. <laughs> she <says> hello. <laughs> um, she actually will get adopted. I think on the twentieth. Whoa! She's gonna go already to her new home. Mm-hmm. Oh, congrats. She is a little uh, multi poo. And she is eight months old, which is oh baby. I haven't done a puppy in a while. Yeah, I've usually been getting those. <laughs> Multi-poos are like my... That's Layla. Multi-poos are my, like, dream dog. Like, that's the dog I will get when I get a dog. Is it true? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm obsessed with them. They're so freaking cute. Look at her little face. Oh, my God. I would literally get on a plane for her right now. Also, it's really hard to get multi-poos in in shelters in the UK. Like, they just never get put in shelters. Like Really? Yeah, never, ever, ever. Like all of the dogs that are kind of trendy, you'll just never see in a shelter. Like it just right. Doesn't. We have less shelters as well here anyway, um, because English people like their dogs more than their kids. So you know. <laughs> um, but she's tell us all about her. I'm obsessed with her little face. Uh, she's found as a stray. She was covered what? in mats. She looked terrible. Oh, she looked like like a mop that you'd find. <laughs> Like in the dusty corner of the closet. Um, uh, she's technically we're like helping out another rescue because I I got home from uh, Christmas and I was like, oh, I can take a dog. And they're like, oh, let's help out this rescue that wants to grab her. <laughs> Sorry. She's Hold sassy. On. She's got attitude. She has a strong bark. Yeah, it is. It's powerful. Does. <laughs> I have to keep the window open for Benson because he looks out the window for meditation. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and she sees movement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Benson is not a fan of any dog anymore. <laughs> he 
he is not a fan of this part of our roommate agreement. <laughs> how many, uh, do you know how many fosters you've had now? Layla is 123. <gasps> what? Are you kidding? That's a ama- That's so many dogs. <laughs> Um, yeah, hundred and twenty-three. <laughs> yeah. So if Benson's the seventieth, he has been a foster brother to. I don't know the math. How do you do that? I don't know how you do that. That's uh, seventy fifty-three. 50. That's mad. Okay, a hundred and twenty-three dogs. Yep. List them all. No, I'm <laughs> I do. Um, I've kept a I, list I you of them. <laughs> Just because um, I w- like, I want to make sure, like. In my head, my my duty as a foster is to check in and make sure that they're still doing great. Yeah. Of course, people's, you know, situations change all the time. So keeping track of it, like, it really helps me with, like, letting go of them. Yeah. Because then I can always check in with the adopter and just be like, hey, how's it going? And if they say, like, oh, this weird thing is happening, I can a- I can give them a little bit of help and guidance. Like, oh, well, you know, maybe have you tried this? Just so that they don't feel like they're you know, oh, well, I might have to give her up because I can't get her to, you know, stop peeing on the carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any um, particular fosters that have, like, left a mark? I mean, I'm sure they all have, but, like, any for being particularly funny or sweet or more difficult than Benson? <laughs> I don't think anybody's been more difficult <laughs> than Benson. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think every one of them have been sweet little baby angels. Um, there's been a couple that, like, uh, I was a hospice. I've been a hospice foster a couple of times. Um, what, what's and those are always the hardest. That's where you are fostering, but in the aspect that you know that you are just oh, fostering until they're ready to pass. It's like end of life care. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, stop. I'm going to cry. <laughs> or, and I fostered so one named Bitsy. Bitsy. I think, was that last year? Last year. I uh, fostered Bitsy. And she was a little Pomeranian that had a huge uh, tumor in her mouth. And it was inoperable because she was so old. Um, but she she bounced back and was like all about like being sassy and eating <laughs> and everything. And I thought I was going to foster her for hospice. And then all of a sudden somebody stepped up and was like, I want to adopt her. Aww. And so she got three months of like a permanent home Aww. where she was just super loved and cared for. Um, and so that was really wonderful to see somebody step up for like a hospice dog yeah. and be like, you know what? She's not hospice. She's adoptable. Aww. That's so sweet as well. Cause like doing that, you know that you're not going to have that long with them. Like, you know, you're going to get attached and it's going to break your heart. So yeah. the fact that someone was willing to do that is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And that was Emmy and Josie were another pair of Pomeranians that I had that we were trying to get them adopted together until we found out that uh, Emmy had a whole bunch of tumors inside that were inoperable. Um, so I fostered them together until Emmy passed and then we got Josie adopted. But that was, I think, I think they were maybe a year and a half in foster, in my house. Um, they were actually with wow. Benson, too. Yeah. Um, and they were wonderful. They were, I kept calling them my little two scoops of cute. <laughs> <laughs> they were perfect. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more dog stories from Susie. Parenting. It's hard, but don't worry, you're not alone. Belly up to the low bar with one bad mother and let us remind you that fine is good enough. 
they want to climb on different things. And how am I supposed to keep them both from dying? <laughs> there is a right way to do this. And if I can figure out that right way, I'm going to be a good parent. So that is not a thing. So join us each week and let us tell you that you are doing a good job. You can listen to One Bad Mother on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on Bullseye, Tom Hanks, as you've never heard him before, mad. You moron. Thank you for the use of the turn signal. Way to use your blinker, idiot. That's Bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. But the best one I will fit, I will say is my my Margot Rue, which oh, yeah. was a little poodle. excellent name. <laughs> oh, of course she's a poodle. She's called Margot Rue. <laughs> uh, my friend called me and was like, "Are you open to adopt to fostering uh, this senior poodle?" And I was like, "I love seniors. Bring her on. She's gonna be perfect. She's gonna be so adorable." And then she drops her off and she goes, "We think she's." Blinded deaf. Bye. <laughs> oh. And I'd never oh. had a blind or deaf dog. And I was like, well, how the heck does this work? <laughs> like, what do I do with it? Because I'd be like, I'm like, okay, Margo. I'm like, oh yeah, she can't hear me. Okay. Yeah. Like, how do I connect with her? Yeah. And it was again like with Benson, I had to learn how to to communicate with him through because of his uh behavior issues. So I was like, okay, like let's take it the Benson way. Like she's gonna tell me how she wants to communicate. And she communicates by sound and she communicates, not sound, smell mm -hmm. and texture. So to get her used to my house, I started her in a small area in my kitchen and I use like different textured like mats, like, you know, like bath mats, uh, welcome mats, towels. I put them in different areas and it was so cool to see. She basically just made maps like she knew where her food was because it was on this thing and she could follow the wall to get to the the where we would go out to go potty. So she followed by texture and it was so cool to watch her. And so I would just let her roam free in my house and she just made maps all day long. Like and then she knew exactly how to get in and out of the house. There was one time when I left the back door open, which I have an all enclosed backyard. Um, and she just. I saw her walk, like follow the follow the thing, go down the step, but what you know, by the wall so she wouldn't fall, and then walk herself outside, oh. go potty where her favorite potty spot was, <laughs> and then walk herself back in, back to her making the right turn without hitting a wall, yeah, and then back into her bed. I was like, dogs are amazing. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is, is the I'm most just... enjoyable thing I've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> I am crying now because that's incredible. There's also but, something about like, yeah, like blind and deaf or bl yeah, dogs that I just, my boyfriend's cousins have a little blind dog and she's the Tilly and she's the <laughs> cutest. And there's just something about them like figuring out their way around and how smart they are and how adaptive they are. And yeah, that's amazing. So was she a long-term foster or did like, did she get adopted? Like what happened to Margaroo? I think I had her for maybe six months and then she got adopted. Um, oh, yeah. Actually to somebody that lives in Burbank where I live. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's wonderful because then I'll be able to, to stay in contact with her. And we're actually like best friends now. Oh, I didn't know oh. that. Yeah, we go to basketball games together. We're constantly texting each other. Oh my like, God. 
And like, does she, she still have the- Margot Rue? Margot unfortunately passed away yeah. last year. Oh. Um, and it was like in the most Margot way. Like Margot is like, she was the dog that couldn't be bothered. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you could like uh, bouncing into walls nonstop to make her maps. But it was like, oops, oops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> and then like, even like, like, oh, people be like, oh, you need to help her, like help her in and out. I'm like, no, she likes this. She wants to make her mess. Yeah. Like, don't pick her up. She's going to get upset. Not in a mean way. She's just going to have to start all over yeah. is what she does. If you would help her, she would just start all over. Yeah. She's like, doing something. She's oh, my busy. God. Yeah. What a little like, genius. Little genius. <laughs> um, but she couldn't be bothered. Like, she was just like, she would figure out her things. She would do what she wants. She would get her pets when she wanted to. Um, when I would have fosters, she would bump into them. And if they would get aggressive about it, like, she'd be like, Ooh, a spicy wall. And then just like (laughs) (laughs) meander away. (laughs) Um, so she was perfect. Like you could not like this dog could not be bothered. Yeah. Anything. Like you could put eye drops in her. She didn't care. Oh, yeah. I can't use these anyway. Only healthy food. She was just like, great. Food is wonderful. Oh. Like, loved it. Loved going on walks. Was perfect on walks. It was great to watch her go on walks because she was just, she just wanted to maintain, um, like a, a, like a hard leash, like a tight leash, yeah. so that she knew where to go. And yeah. she loved it. She had a great time on it. A wonderful dog. Couldn't be bothered. And the way she passed away was also. Couldn't be bothered. (laughs) It was like my friend Tara called me and she told me that it happened. She was like, it's just so sudden. She just like one day was like, well, I'm going to head out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm done. Oh, like, oh, don't oh. worry about me. I got it. I'll take care of this. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was like the most Margot way to do everything. Like, like, I'm blind, deaf. I don't need your help. I'm fine. Yeah, I got this. (laughs) <laughs> what an inspiration that's how i want to go just like <laughs> well okay that's it okay that's like, i've done a lot i've been good it's been fine <laughs> and my friend oh my was God. so devastated because like we've gone to love this dog so yeah. much and she was just like is there something i could have done and i was like that's how margo was she didn't want you to be stressed yeah. she was like no 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 I'm, you don't need to keep me yeah. on life support i've got this like, <laughs> yeah she was wonderful Ugh. i took her to the beach one day and it oh. was that one of the happiest days of my life watching a blind dog, blind deaf dog at the beach, like feeling all the texture and sand, yeah. Yeah. huge smile oh. on her face. Oh my god! Like That's free as the wind. <laughs> Every time I get control, you say something and I start Oh, you want to get you want to get real sad? No, yeah, go on. But happy sad. I'm already my makeup is ruined. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. The last photo I have of Margot. Um, Tara, I went to go pick up Tara so we could go to, I think it was a basketball game. And she's like, do you want to see Margot? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, Margot, which of course Margot can't come to the door. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like knocking on the floor for her to feel like the door is open. Right. And she comes, she also was very arthritic. So she comes over like a little, you know, a little hippo. Hobbling along. Yeah. yeah. And she comes to the door and I, the last picture I have of her is in the doorway standing above a little rainbow mat and just being like, hey. <laughs> like, like, the fact that I have this little, like, and that's the last time I saw yeah. her. I was like, she's perfect. She's letting me know, like, hey, to see I'm you, on the rainbow. See this Aww. rainbow. This is my rainbow mat Aww. that I know is the outside. I'm going to be crossing this soon. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, my Margo. Yeah. My baby Marco Rue. Yeah. 
That is so cute. You've really convinced me as well that like I think senior dogs may be the way I go. I do have a bit of a thing. Like I love an old, a little old curmudgeonly type. And so, yeah. Um, and the idea the that maybe, yeah, they're a little <laughs> bit slower. You don't quite have to deal with the crazy puppy thing, which True. requires a lot of time and work. And they're just, they sat like that's, oh, she sounds amazing. Wow. Or you what can a get uh, a crumb dog uh, where they're old the day you get them somehow. <laughs> Yeah, that's the dream, Alexis. But we can't all be as lucky as you and have like dream dogs appear in our gardens. Susie was the first person I uh, went to when I got crumb. I said, Susie, I got a puppy. I'm coming to your house. I don't know what to do with it. And you brought him over and I was like, this dog is very small. (laughs) Was he very small? Very small. Yeah. He was so small. Yeah, because sorry. I remember, because <laughs> I do, obviously I remember like looking at the pictures of Crumb like online, but it, you don't really get a sense of scale sometimes on Instagram. Yeah, so he, he, was, he, was, he like, was teeny tiny. I mean, this big. He was so small. He was like as big as my head. Maybe, I don't know how to, uh, look the size of uh, my shoe. <gasps> he was little. So, li- so little. little. Really little. Yeah. So small. So small. And then yeah. whenever you bring him over, I'm like, he's so big. <laughs> Huge now. <laughs> He's so chunky now. It's um, not his fault. <laughs> no, it's not. He's it's not. I say he's big boned. Um, <laughs> and that's fine. He's happy. I like his yeah. big bones. I like his big bones. Uh, Susie also watched like the dogs when uh, I was visiting the UK. Um, oh, you the okay cool? Yeah. Yeah, I bet you're the best, like, friend to have around <laughs> if you have pets because you know that, that the pets are going to be fine in your care. It's yeah. it's really important that, like, pet parents find that, like, that one mate that you're like, yeah, 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 I know you got this. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it. Worry. <laughs> yeah. It'll be, it's a vacation for them, too. So. Yeah. They're wonderful. They're so snuggly. <laughs> They're so snuggly. <laughs> yeah. And they don't Do bother have... Benson at all. Like, oh, really? and Benson's, like, tight. That's good. <laughs> I didn't know if Cricket would leave him alone or not. So that's good. No, because they play by themselves. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, I love it. Independent kings. We're here for it. <laughs> Have you, in your experience of 123 dogs, so many, um, are there particular breeds that you're like, yeah, I, I, I like this. I like this type. Or, oh, maybe, maybe this isn't this. I, maybe not this one. Hmm. I don't think there's any... I tend to get small right. dogs. I tend mm. to get small poodleish dogs, and I just think that's because the nature of LA. Yeah, just, that's so what so many of them gets turned in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there's any that I'm against, like that I've got bad experience with. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, the only ones that I've like, wow, this dog is really tough. Are the bulldogs? Oh yeah, like bulldogs are. If they're Stop not them. trained or if they've mm. not had any training, like they're, they're very, you know, I don't know how to say it. Stubborn. Yeah. They're stubborn. Mm. And they're really strong. And they're super strong. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's only those that I'm, there's been like one or two where I'm like, <laughs> you guys are yeah. really <laughs> running me ragged here. <laughs> and I'm, I just, I guess I haven't had a lot of puppies. And I, there was one time during a, when we were in lockdown for COVID, um, I had six dogs at once because I was oh my God. bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, two wonderful dogs. I had Benson and then a foster. 
and he was wonderful. And then all of a sudden they were like, hey, we got to get these puppies out of the store because um, they were worried about um, like a rioting happening on where the storefront was. Oh. So they were, and all that we had were these this group of puppies that were still in the store. And so I was like, I volunteer. <laughs> I will take, I will take I them all. Please bring them. <laughs> Please bring them to me now. Um, and I'm like, as they're like, okay, we're going to bring them their pin. Do you have a spot for them? I'm like, oh yeah, puppies. Like, right. gotta, they can't run the house. They have to <laughs> yeah. put them in a contained. place. Yeah. And they were wonderful. Oh. They were so good. I was so nervous that I was never going to get any sleep or that they were going to pee and poop everywhere. But they were so good because they'd been they'd been litter mates. I put a potty oh. pads up and they like they made their own poop corner. They made their own like snuggle corner. Um, they never they played with each other, but quietly like it was beautiful to watch. And then when I would wake up in the morning, like I'd be like, they didn't cry to wake me up. So I like, go in there and it was like, <laughs> you're awake wonderful to see you and then doing the little cute paws everywhere yeah. oh. i was just like i'm gonna keep you off, <laughs> I'm keep you off. Um, and benson loved them he just loved watching oh, them it was so well, great it was what wonderful. kind of puppies what kind of puppies are we talking now here's where i think is the rub i think it's because they were all girls oh <laughs> Ah. But they were smart and they worked mm-hmm. together. Yeah. You know, just like yeah, the opposite were... of Lord of the Flies. Just like <laughs> all girls working together. We'll make this, it'll be fine. We'll chill. We'll eat. We'll sleep. We'll cuddle. Yeah. So we want. <laughs> we just want to be good, clean puppies. Um, <laughs> they were like Jack Russell Terrier uh-huh. Chihuahua mixes. Little. Wow. And they were yeah. all named after sweets like praline, macaroon, um, mocha, <laughs> cutie Cute. pies. Um, yeah. And one actually lives right next door to me still. Her oh. name is Belle now. She used to be, I think Praline was her original name. And every time I see her, I'm like, oh, Belle. So I get to see her all the time. That's so cute. I'm like, you were so small and you're still so small. <laughs> <laughs> how um how do you not just keep them all? Like that is, the, I mean, I know everyone asks that of fosters, <laughs> but like, how do you not just keep every single, all 123? <laughs> <laughs> I... Come close. Every single one of them, I'm like, I'm going to keep you. <laughs> You're right. um, but there's two factors that always help. And one is knowing, the per- getting to know the adopter. And most adopters will stay in contact with me or give me an update or just, you know, be like, hey, like, just wanted to share this wonderful moment with you. And I love that. And that that fuels the fostering because then you're like, I want to help the next one because it it brought so much joy to this family or whatever. Um. And then the second factor is Benson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He yeah, was very course. adamant that everyone is temporary. <laughs> <laughs> and if somebody's staying too long, he will let me know. And it's usually in the form of peeing on something right in front of me, mm-hmm. <laughs> which could include him getting on the table and peeing on my computer. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> Benson. In front of me. <laughs> I'm done with I'm this like, dog. Why? <laughs> Um, last night he peed on uh, my shoes. Oh, mm. interesting. And that was because I think he's in a bad mood anyways because of the rain. Right. He does mm-hmm. not go to the potty in the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was very adamant that I make that stop. Okay. <laughs> yes. Understandable. Yeah. What are you doing, Susie? Make the rain stop. Yeah. Mom. That's like, on you. It is completely wet outside. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> Get a couple towels. Come on. Get some towels. <laughs> but yeah. Um. We're almost okay. I think almost out of time. Can you talk like for a second about 
your your horse experience? <gasps> horse experience? Yeah. Uh, I'm from Kentucky. Yes. Uh, and I, my dad has always had racehorses ever since I was little. Um, and then I got into the racehorse game too. Some lady racehorses, some mares. Because <laughs> I was like, that's it. I don't want to do these babies. I want to do hard... Hard girls. Hard girls. (laughs) (laughs) And they did a great job. I'm no longer, I don't own any uh, that are racing right now. Um, All my girls are now retired and retired soundly. Um, (gasps) And they're making babies and they make beautiful babies. (laughs) So, okay. I cannot believe that we're 40 minutes in and horses have only Alexis. I know. I I just (laughs) had so many dogs. We had hundreds of dogs to get through. Okay. Okay, I love horses. Yeah. I yeah. love them. Yeah, I love them. Um, I was a secret horse girl until I did this podcast. And now I'm a very public horse girl. Um, I need names. I need breeds. I need, oh, I yeah, need, the I names need details. Are fun. Like, come on, come on. Um, so all of the horses are thoroughbreds. Like my first horse that I owned, that I owned, uh, her name's Brandy Secret. She's wonderful. She's a gray. She's a roan horse. Um, she makes beautiful babies. She is a great mother. Um, and then I also have a horse named Marilyn Monroe, which I named her. She's also a roan. Um, she hated racing. She did. (laughs) She hated racing. Um, so after her third race where she got her highest mark, she got third out of a field of four with the fourth one, not finishing at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's fine. We're like, she does not want to race, so we're going to retire her. Great. Um, we're not going to force her to do something she doesn't want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she apparently is also a great mama, Aww. but she is also an HBIC. <laughs> uh, oh, no, is she, that a thing in the UK, Ella? Do you know that acronym? No. Uh, what is that? It's head in charge. <laughs> okay, so, I've not heard that. I'm going to start using that. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she, I love it. <laughs> she apparently at the farm is very like, we're doing it my way. Like, <laughs> and all the mares are like, <laughs> <laughs> all the mares she's don't the like queen her. Bee. She's, she's Regina queen George. She's, but she, but even though she did not ra- like racing, we have one of the top racehorses in the, in the country um, because of her. And his name is, okay. Her name is Marilyn Monroe and his, dad is big brown and so we got to name her baby and her baby's name is some like a hot brown amazing because a hot brown is a dish dish in kentucky what's a hot brown it's an open-faced turkey sandwich covered in like cheesy gravy delicious (laughs) (laughs) but some like a hot is a marilyn monroe movie yeah big brown is is the horse name so we're like this is perfect yeah i love that a lot of people are like hot brown no like it's in kentucky this is a thing because also when they when it's racing then like they they say the full name yeah which is so funny yeah Yeah. something like a hot brown coming up on the corner (laughs) but in the stable they call him brownie because apparently he's just a big sweetheart oh they're like oh brownie loves to race brownie's just having a great day today (laughs) just like his name is something like a hot brown can you get (laughs) professional he's a working horse please (laughs) he makes a million dollars please be nice to him (laughs) give him some professional that's mr some like a hot brown to you we did have a Marilyn had one baby and we named it uh Mr. President. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's very really good. good. 
Yeah. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah, very good. She's um, opened up to a lot of really cool names. Brandy's <laughs> babies are kind of all alcohol themed. Right. Um, sure, sure. So she had one baby with Stay Thirsty, who was one of the um, derby contenders. I think he may have won. But Aww. his baby and hers was named Trace Eckies. Trace Eckies. I thought it was pretty cool. It's really good. Because <laughs> Stay Thirsty is the Dos Eckies. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a uh, beer that's here okay got you Sorry. yeah cool. no, no, no it's good this is Sorry. good I, I it's fun to learn which things exist over there and oh yeah <laughs> yeah we, we we occasionally run into this where they're like no that's not a thing okay Susie. now it's time for the big question which is if you were an animal what animal would you be dick van dyke that's <laughs> not an option <laughs> I just want to be as happy and old as Dick Van Dyke that's not an animal that's an animal what's the show that Dick Van Dyke did oh, me and my grandma used to uh, diagnose his murder oh, yeah. such classic classic that's <laughs> so yeah wonderful <laughs> um, I thought about this for a while because I was like Okay, your favorite animals are dogs, but I don't want to be a dog. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, oh, you really love those sea lions when you saw them at in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But National Geographic has ruined this question for me because I am like, no, those those get eaten all the time yeah. and very aggressively, and they have a high yeah. stress life. Despite mm-hmm. how lazy they look, they will get eaten. <laughs> yeah, polar bears just come right out of the water and snatch them. Snatch you know? them. Oh, yeah. whales. No way. Yeah. Um, I thought about a giraffe because I'm really short. And I was like, that'd be really cool if I was tall. But apparently they have like hard time sleeping. And I was like, Mm-mm, not for that. Um, the only one I can think about is the one because I was like, if I'm going to come back as an animal, I want to be have no stressful life. Yeah. And yeah. manatee. Yeah. <gasps> no natural oh, predators. That's nice. You get to chill. Yeah. Um. Like, you're too slow for a crocodile to want you. Sharks are like, we're not into it. Like, yeah. You just get to be the little fat, hap, cap, you know, happy cow. Yeah. Hanging out. Yeah. Floating just got to watch out for boats, which, you know, that's it. Yeah. I, you got to do that anyway if you're in the ocean. I'm going to do that anyway. <laughs> that's so a manatee. great answer. I love that. That's really good. And We've not had anything like that. Sailors confuse you for a mermaid. Yeah. That's romantic. Wow. That's a good answer. Just floating really around, yeah. doing what you want. They are kind of dog-like also, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Nice. in a nice way, yeah. Hmm. The manatee. Perfect. Yeah, that's excellent. Okay. Yeah, well done. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> I was I trying tried. to think of a, a Dick Van Dyke pun with manatee, but I couldn't get one out in time. So I just want you to know that's what I was doing. Um, yeah. yeah. Man- Dick- if I could be a Dick Van Dyke no, manatee, thinking- that would be yeah. perfect. Like, yeah, I could dance, be a dancing manatee. Dick, Dick Vanity, <laughs> Dick Vanity is the closest I got, and it's not great. Dick Vanity, Dick Vanity. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, not bad. that's pretty good. <laughs> well, I'll workshop it. I'll, I'll, I'll text you later and see if I get anything better. <laughs> <laughs> um, Susie, thank you for being on the show. Uh, if people want to follow you or uh, see more things from you, what, what, how could they do that? Is there more Susie anywhere? <laughs> or just see your fosters, I guess. Uh, you can see pictures of me and fosters and Benson. Actually, no pictures of me, just of dogs. Yeah, it's mostly it's dogs, really just dogs. Huh? 
um, on my Instagram. Yeah. Susie Shirk, which is S-U-S-I-E-S-H-I-R-C. Lots of pictures of dogs. Pretty much only dogs, I think. I I don't think you've actually ever posted anything else, which is nice. I know. A lot of people are like, you need to have a professional one because nobody knows you do stop motion. I'm like, it's okay. It's all right. I like the dogs. (laughs) Uh, I want to be on another podcast and just talk about all the different types of horses. Yeah, you're, so you're gonna cool. have to come back and do that. Yeah, like, we'll I, be back. We need another horse episode. I think Alexis, it's been a little while. Yeah, we can okay. talk about Shinkatig, oh, the wild horses in uh, the Outer oh, Banks. Oh yes, that. what? <laughs> okay, that, that literally, if you wanted to go and like hang out on a beach in Virginia. Um, some wild horses will approach you, and they're like, "Yeah, like just don't feed them. Like you can be cool around them, though." <laughs> So like cool. they just walk up to you on the beach. They're like chill. Oh, they're they're so cute. Too. They're like they have the yeah they have the painted coats, right? Okay, we're gonna have a Susie part two. We're yeah, gonna we'll have a Susie part two. two. Talk about horses. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll talk only about horses. Until then, um, thank you for being our guest. Thank you for having us. Thanks so much, Susie. So many good dogs. So many good dogs. Mm. Yeah. Margot Roo. I know. And I got to meet Margot Roo. She was so sweet. Did you? Yeah. Well, she was sweet. She was so sweet. She's so gentle. Such a good girl. Yeah. And also, if anyone... We, I want more Ready Pet Goes. And... Yes. You can do... If you foster... If you're like, I don't have any pets, but I foster... You can do your foster pets. I definitely want to hear about them. Um, or if you have any good foster stories. Uh, I, I love I love them. Um, yeah. Or like friends' pets yeah. as well. Like I have... I have like a lot of friends who are very invested in in Percy and yeah. other other friends' pets. So if you have like pets that are your like nieces and nephews, um, please like share yeah. those stories. Yeah. Um, and you can email them to us at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. Um, and also if you want to join us on Discord. And send us photos of all your pets. You can do that in the Comfort Creatures Discord. Follow us on Twitter at Sea Creatures Pod and at Comfort Creatures Podcast on Instagram. Um, and what else? Anything? Support us at maxfun.org slash joy. Yeah, or maximum fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We have merch. My mugs have arrived, which is so exciting. You know what's funny is my shirt came, but not my mugs yet. So yeah, my shirts haven't arrived yet. Either. My shirts haven't arrived, but my mugs have. That's, so we switched. That's so weird. So we've switched. Okay. That's weird. But uh, my mug is so cute. Yay. I have drunk out of her every day since <laughs> I've had her. Uh, she's the perfect size for a morning cup of coffee. She's like a little on the big side, which is what Ooh, I want for a yeah. mug. Like I'm not about like a. I need like a bucket of coffee yes. going. Um, so yeah, please buy our mugs yeah. and our t-shirts. They're adorable. Yes. Um, and uh, also just uh, rate, review, subscribe if you don't want to do any of that other stuff. That helps too. Yes, please. Reviews on Spotify, they satisfy my need for external validation. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Yeah. I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Ella McLeod. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.